Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 254. In today's episode, I'm going to make the argument that the price of your products, the cost of somebody to buy, is actually completely irrelevant to their decision to purchase. So if you're somebody that has ever struggled with the cost of your products, right? You've had the red light story or the thought when you were sharing your products with people that, you know, I don't I don't know that they can afford them, so you're prejudging or maybe that fear has kept you from sharing. You know, you, you haven't invited people to parties or to take a look at the products because you're worried that, you know, they're only going to think that the reason I'm inviting them is because I want their money. If you've ever struggled with just this concept of people paying for what you have, this is going to be a really important episode for you. All right. Well, I have to say just uh, it's really good to be back. I know things have been very sporadic, but I am finally into the flow here in the new office. Just want to catch up with all of you for a second and, you know, because we haven't had a chance to do that in a while. But if any of you have gone through any kind of a renovation before, it's been tough. It's been way tougher than, than Shannon and I expected. And I do have to say, I, I don't, I'm not really fully adjusted yet to working in the house. My old office was actually right behind the house, but it was separate from the house. And it's been a little tough for me, if I'm honest. You know, we, uh, my boys are challenging to say the least. And so, sometimes they take a lot of attention and it's a struggle for one of us to do it. And I'm in the house and I can hear when it's a struggle. And I just, I don't know if any of you are like me. I find it really hard to concentrate and focus on work when I know that my wife is struggling with the kids. So if I'm honest, I haven't been super productive over the last couple of months, but I'm, I'm excited because I feel like I'm getting back into a groove. My office is almost set up. Can't wait to show you when I start filming in here. We've got like a six foot neon sign that says your virtual upline that's getting put up next week will be the backdrop for my new filming studio. So super excited to, to start just really just getting down to it and doing everything out of this uh, office. But anyway, okay, enough about me. I hope you all are doing well though. All right. So let, let's talk about this topic for today. So once again, oftentimes these podcast episodes come as the inspiration comes from coaching sessions that I do. Sometimes like conversations just come up organically and I say things in a way or explain things in a way that I haven't before. And I'm like, oh, that, that's a really good perspective on that topic. And here was the challenge that this particular person was facing that I gave some coaching. Her issue was, she said, Bob, you know, my struggle in my business is not really building a team. It's actually getting customers. And she said, the issue that I have is that I struggle with the cost of my products. I feel like they're in some ways expensive. And I, and I, and she was either, she wasn't sharing, you know, there were certain people. She's like, I don't, you know, I don't want to invite people to parties because I don't want them to think that I just, am, you know, inviting them because I want their money and you know, there's certain people I don't talk to because I just know they can't afford the products, right? They All these red light stories just around the price and people buying. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of you that can relate to that. I mean, we what I'm about to teach you, we could apply this to your business as easy as your products, but we're going to really focus the discussion on the products. And, you know, she said, when I was, when I do share my products, I feel kind of salesy and inauthentic. And there's just lots of self-doubt. And, and she was really cursed. She's like, I know that's the reason why I'm not successful. So 
what I shared with her and I'm going to share with you is what I think is a really important understanding around why people actually buy. So the psychology of selling, why people buy. And I said, the problem you have is you're focusing on the wrong side of the equation. There's actually two things to take into consideration that every single prospect of yours, whether they're conscious of this or not, they do this and this ultimately determines whether they say yes or no. And I said, the problem is you're focusing on the wrong side. And what I want to share with you is something that I like to call the price value equation. So imagine a scale, and on one side is the cost or the price of someone buying, and the other side is the value that they get if they buy, and not just buy, but they actually use your product. What are they going to get out of it? What are the benefits to them? These two things are always, you know, in balance or out of balance. Like there's, it's either leaning to one side or the other. So what I want to tell you is when you understand what I'm about to teach you, you will realize that the cost of your products is completely irrelevant. See, what really matters is the perceived value. Now, notice what I say, perceived value, because people aren't getting actual value until they buy and use. It's the perception of value. It's what people think, like, when I buy, what do I think I'm going to get from doing that? So it really comes down to if I feel like your product can in some a significant or measurable way, make my life better because of it, I will buy. And I'm telling you, cost doesn't matter. So if you've ever said, well, what if they can't afford it? Or you ever thought they can't afford my products? Or if somebody's told you that, it is a downright lie. If somebody said, I can't afford the product, they're lying to you. What they're really saying to you without saying it is you haven't shown enough, you haven't demonstrated enough value. You haven't created enough value in my eyes that I'll give you my money. And I'm going to prove to you why they're lying right now. Because these same people that will tell you they can't afford your products, these are the same people that will wait in line or stay up till three in the morning on the internet when Apple drops the new iPhone and they will order it for $1,300 the second it comes out. And guess what? They can't afford that either. Or they'll buy electronics that they, that, that, that they can't afford or shoes or clothes. Or these are the same people that will go out every weekend and party. Can they afford to do all that stuff? No. But do they do it? Yeah. So not affording, not being able to afford something, I'm telling you, has never kept people from spending their money. We are a hyper-consumer society. And they're going to spend that money anyway. But they're most likely not going to spend it in a way that could really impact and transform their lives. But think about it. Why do we spend the money? Why do we buy the brand new iPhone the minute it comes out? Because we think we get something from that. See, we spend money on things that we feel will enhance our life in some way or provide us value. Now, most people base their buying decisions, they base it on their social status, right? We buy a new iPhone, we buy new shoes, we buy a car we can't afford, we buy a watch or jewelry that we really can't afford. Why do we do it? Because we think it will elevate us in our social circle. We think people will look at us differently. We think we will feel differently about ourselves. But we believe that we're going to get some value out of that. Now, if you understand that, that it's the emotional component, not the logical component. Because if it was, if we were just making decisions, buying decisions logically all the time, then we would never spend $1,300 on a phone. We just wouldn't do it. But the emotional component kicks in. So the question is this, how can we bring more of the emotional 
part of it into somebody making a buying decision for us. Because at the end of the day, here's the secret to success when it comes to getting customers. You have to learn how to create enough value in the eyes of your prospect that the price literally doesn't matter. So how do we do that? How do we create perceived value in the eyes of our prospect? Well, the first thing that we have to do is we have to, in some meaningful way, stop, get them to not look at it as a product because people don't buy products. They buy what they think the product can give them, right? People don't buy an iPhone because they technically need everything an iPhone can do. Look, be honest. I've, I have iPhone. I don't, I haven't used one one hundredth of the things it can do. I don't even know what it can do. Like I, I, you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. Do I use it? No, I don't use it. Right. I don't use barely any of it, but we buy it right because of all the other things that we talked about. So if we're just selling people on the features and benefits of why our products are so great, you're always going to struggle. Here's what creates emotional connection. Here's what creates intense value is when we can take the time to find out if somebody has an area of their life that they're dissatisfied or some kind of problem that we believe our product can help solve. Look, you hear me talk about this all the time. This is love, serve, grow. This is the service mindset. You are not a salesperson. You are a paid problem solver. If you, in the prospect's eyes, Have them stop looking at it as a product, but as a solution of how they can make their life better, right? That pressing issue that they've had, that they've spent all this money on other places trying to fix, that they just don't know what it's from or how they can fix it. You give them hope that I've got the solution for you. That creates incredible perceived value. But let me share with you the specific example that came up in this coaching session that I think is going to be really powerful for you to use in your own business. So... This particular person, I think her name was Valerie. I keep saying person. And I, I, I want to give credit where credit is due. I'm pretty sure it was Valerie. Valerie, her, the circumstances were this. So she marketed a gut health product. And it cost, I, you know, I said, well, how much does it cost for somebody to buy, use your product for 30 days? She was like, it's about 200 bucks. And I said, okay, great. My next question to her was this. I said, if somebody were, if somebody had a legitimate need, which is important, right? You got to have a legitimate need. You got to have that problem that you know you can help fix. But if somebody has a legitimate need, now we made the argument together. She's like, well, pretty much anybody, whether they realize it or not, has a legitimate need for my product. So kind of her job was helping people realize that maybe some of the things that they struggle with in their life may be tied to their gut health. But if she, I said, if you get this product in someone's hands that's struggling with some of the things that you know you can help and they take it for 30 days will they see a significant difference in the way that they feel? She said, absolutely. And I said, well, what are some of those problems? Like, let's brainstorm. She was like, uh, you know, I can help improve someone's energy level or mood, the complexion of their skin, improve their sleep right there. And she went on and on and on. She listed out like, like fired off like 10 different things. And I'm like, wow, like they all sound pretty important. Sleeping, feeling better, having energy, um, having better skin, which would give me more confidence. Like these are things that are pretty important to people. And, and I said, what do you think that would mean to someone? Right. And I want you to start thinking about this in, in the perspective of, in the context of your business, what are your products? What do they help people with? Right. Think of all the things of how you might be able to help people and not just the obvious thing. Like I can help improve the complexion of their skin, but how will that make them feel? Well, it'll give them more confidence. It'll make them you know, get, improve their self-worth. Like, what are those kinds of things worth to someone? You know, how could that enhance someone's life? So we start like making this list 
and we start thinking about what is the value of these things to someone. And, and I said to her, I said, well, what would it mean to someone if they were able to improve all those things? And she said, oh my God, it would change their life. And she says, I know because it happened to me. And I said, huh, okay, this is going to be interesting. So I said, so you're telling me that the very product that cost you $200 to buy that, and you should have heard her talking about how much her life has changed and how much better it is. I said, that very same thing that for 200 bucks gave you all those things that we just listed, you're afraid to share that with other people because you think they won't want to pay for that, <laughs> right? I said, would you, knowing what you know today, would you have gone back and paid those 200, that same $200 to get those results? She said, of course I would. I said, would you have paid $2,000? She said, yeah, because I was already spending thousands of dollars on other things trying to solve these problems, but nothing was making a difference. I was already spending that money. I said, would you have paid $20,000? Like, think about it. If these things were really an issue for you and they were impacting your life in a way that was really, really a problem, even if you didn't have the 20 grand in your bank account, you, I bet you you'd figure out a way to get it, wouldn't you? She goes, I'll tell you, I'd do everything in my power because I know what that would mean for me. I'm like, exactly. I'm like, so here's my question. The 200 bucks is kind of sounding like a deal right now, isn't it? Like, it's kind of ridiculous that somebody would only need to pay $200 to get that kind of a transformation. $1,300 for an iPhone, right? But $200 for their life to be different. Not to mention, how about the value that you can offer them? How about the value of you being there with them, helping them, being there every step of the way through their journey? What's that worth? And I said, if we take in consideration, they're going to spend that $200 anyway. They're probably going to spend it on something that's not really going to make a difference in their life. I said, imagine the service that you can offer somebody by helping them identify the source of a problem that they have that they've already been spending thousands of dollars trying to fix. That for 200 bucks and 30 days of working with you, you can set them on the path of living a different and a better life. And I said, how are you feeling now about the 200 bucks? She said, a lot different. See, what we're talking about here is we're helping people invest. Is an iPhone an investment? Eh, I don't know. This is an investment in your health. This is an investment in your future. I said, if we start, here's what, here's what it boils down to. If you start thinking about what you do differently, so what, creating a different story. She had a red light story because she was only focused on the price and the cost side of the equation. I said, that doesn't even matter. We've already established that. If you're going to focus on anything, just focus on the side that matters, which is the value to the person. Really get clear on what you're offering people and what it would be worth if they could do that. Because if you're focused on the value side of the equation and you go into that conversation knowing you can help people in a really important way and you get them to understand that because that's what you're talking about and you find somebody that has a legitimate need. Now, remember, not everybody has a legitimate need and that's okay, but you find somebody that does and then you tell them, I'm going to be there with you every step of your journey, it's game over. You'll never have a problem getting customers again. You'll never struggle with feeling salesy. Sharing your products will literally be the most authentic thing you can ever do in, in, in the world. And that's the secret. That is the mindset of service. That is love, serve, grow. When you begin to make this shift, it completely transforms every 
aspect of your business. So here's my assignment to you. This is what I would encourage you to do. Go through that same process that I took Valerie through. List out all these ways that you know you could help people and, and, and all the other ways that that could transform their life and ask yourself, like, put a price tag on it. How much would that be worth to you for you to wake up every single day, not tired, not in a bad mood, but getting out of bed before that alarm clock with energy and enthusiasm? What could that be worth to you for the rest of your life? How much would you pay for that? Put a price tag on it, right? Give it a dollar name and then start totaling that up and compare it to what people actually have to spend to get started. I promise you, you'll feel a lot different about this particular area. So, hope you got some value out of today's episode. Now listen, around this conversation of creating value, right? Because value is a buzzword that is thrown around so much in our profession. But let's be honest, most of us have no clue how to do it. Now today, I gave you a very valuable lesson on how to create values in the eye of your customer. Now, I want to remind you that in just over a week at the time of me recording this, we are doing a challenge where I'm going to be essentially teaching you how to do the same thing through the content that you are creating in social media. Monday, October 25th, we start a four-day free challenge called My Four Secrets to Creating Content That Works. I'm going to teach you the secret to adding value. I'm going to finally, like, no more Googling what does it mean to add value and being like, huh, that doesn't really, that's not really what I'm looking for. I'm talking about like literally having a blueprint for what it means to add value so you can stand out, be different, attract the right people to your business, work smarter, not harder. I'm going to teach you the love, serve, grow way to create content online. And I promise you, it is going to be totally different than what most of you have been doing. But that I mean that in the best possible way. So all you got to do to register is go to yourvirtualupline.com forward slash content challenge. I'll put that link in the show notes, but I really hope to see you there. Please spread the word, tell your teams. And hey, look, if you got some value out of today's episode, please let me know. Hit me up on Instagram. I haven't haven't heard from a lot of you in a while because I haven't been doing episodes. So just let me know that you're still there. Let me know that you're listening, right? Get me fired up to continue this momentum and create some great episodes for you. But I'd love to know if you got some value out of this one. So Have a great day, everybody. I love and appreciate you for being here. I'll see you soon on the next episode.